ourselves back to the usually serviceable, serviceable, hopelessly miscast podcast where the host can't even talk. Uh, Here from your friends at GCT, we're here with Brian. Hello. And Christina. Hi. Who was mouthing obscenities uh, before we got on the air, but that's okay. Mm. Because... We one of these days we'll have the NC seventeen rated podcast called the Midnight Show, mm. something oh. like that. So where we can that. review the movie Mausoleum. That's a cute name for a podcast. Yeah, you like that. Yeah, the Midnight Show. <laughs> so, I'm sure a million people have thought of it. So yeah, well, I don't have a lot of original thoughts. Whatever. Okay, so we are into that most wonderful of weeks every year. Leading up to the greatest holiday every year. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Yes. Not to mention, we would be remiss if we didn't say that it's leading into one of Christina's favorite weeks. Fairy Tale Trail will run at GCT here later in the week. Oh, yeah. And she's so ready for it to happen. And then... We're excited to entertain our our young audiences and their families. Yes, aren't we though? We yes. love our we love our little educated people. Yep. <laughs> that thing he said. Yeah. yeah. So then we'll get to move on into uh, Christmas show realm, right? Yep. Student production. Yep. What are we doing yep. this year? A full Monty. Yep. Nope. Yeah. Damn it. Just Miracle the regular full Monty. My thin friend. But with Christmas hats. <laughs> Right, so, yeah, and the lights in the back will will flash even brighter. So, uh, what we normally do, and what we'll get back to doing after this week, we'll have a couple of pods released this week. Still can't even talk. But we normally dissect classic stage show. um, But since it is October, and especially since we're at Halloween week, we're going to do a couple of classics, movie reviews of horror movies. And this week, our movie is truly a classic. It's the original 1984 Nightmare on Elm Street. So, this some factoids on this one. This was released in no- November 16th of 1984. I-, I didn't realize it was right after Halloween. Why did they do a November release? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, huh. it's not like it's Thanksgiving themed. It's clearly yeah. horror movie. I mean, it is a big movie weekend, but... Yeah. Weird. The storyline, quote, on Elm Street, Nancy Thompson and a group of her friends, uh, Tina, Rod, and Glenn, sounds like a soap opera already, are being tormented by a clawed killer in their dreams. And the storyline has this named Fred Krueger. I never hear him referred to as Fred in the movie, in any of the movies, but we'll go with Fred for now. Nancy must think quickly as Fred tries to pick them off one by one when he has you in your sleep who is there to save you big bolded question mark there at the end the tagline is you won't be sleeping alone so i think it's important to let our audience of one know that for the duration of this podcast as a way to make it spooky for us We'll have the uh, movie view- version of the musical Cats on for the entirety of this <gasps> Oh, that's right. Podcast. I forgot about so that, glad that added I'm feature. facing the other way. I'm not going to look up very much because I just, I guess I have to kind of turn So if you hear, see or hear random comments oh, about why, 
Why? Oh, God. <laughs> oh no. That's why cats okay. is cats is happening while we're while the podcast is going. Well, the true horror. I, I see this opening montage, or whatever, and I'm already out. I um, don't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, uh, we're gonna. Uh, no. Now you've totally. Okay. It might as well be called squirrels because we all just looked yeah. and we can't look away now. I know it's like a train wreck. <laughs> I mean, so, it is a train wreck, you know. I want to see. There's the, no technically about it. I want to see the version where they didn't edit out their CGI buttholes. Oh, that's what I want to see too. I, I'm good. In I can time live for Halloween. Any that's of the it. true horror movie of the year. I guess they just year. threw a cat who's a person. Wow, this is. I mean, who thought okay. this was a good idea? Mm. So many people, I guess. Who thinks that show period's a good idea? Some people do. Some people do very well with so it. So Nightmare on Cat Street, or Nightmare on Elm Street, as we're reviewing, had a budget of $1.8 million only, mm. made $25.5 million. It made, it ba- made back what it spent in the opening weekend, and then built up. It was, it's considered one of, the movie, one of the great movies to have built up through word of mouth. Nice. Uh, you What's know, that back in today when money? We didn't have the internet. What's the what? What's that in today money? Oh, one, I don't know. 5. How much was it? 25 and a half. Oh, it made for one and a half yeah. or 1.8 made 25 and a half. Yeah. So Brian's looking that up. It's important to know the conversions. This is exciting listening to. Okay. So today one point. Oh, wait. Oh. Man, we're, we're rusty yeah, on this. This is great. Uh, no. Wonderful radio here. This is a podcast. While he does that, Rotten Tomatoes gave this movie a 94%. Yeah. And the audience score is 83%. It holds up, too. It does. And just just to give you an idea, I refuse. It's one of these mini movies that they redid it years later, 2010. Yeah. I refuse to watch it. I don't care who was in it. The remake on Rotten Tomatoes. 15%. 15%. Yeah, people hated. Yeah. Well, I so, haven't we talked about watching more of them. In today's dollars, 1.5 million is 3.8 million dollars. Mm. And how much did it 25 and a half. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, this this cat's movie. Uh-uh. So 25 and a half million would be 64.7 million dollars. That'd today. be a pretty good haul. Yeah. Yeah. So great, great ROI. Yeah. So, uh, the Metacritic score of the Nightmare on Elm Street 1984 was out of 176 on average, which is good when you look at a lot of other movies. Yeah. A critic who gave it a 90, and I'll credit Paul Atanasio of the Washington Post, quote, for such a low-budget movie, Nightmare on Elm Street is extraordinarily polished. The script is consistently witty, the camera work crisp and expressive. He had a lot more, but I cut it off at that. Critic who, one of the, the lowest score, gave it a 50. And that's Bill Cosford. People probably thought I was going to say Cosby. Of the Miami Herald. Quote, a decent ride. It has a boogeyman, exploding teenagers, and blood by the vat. It's part of the... I, can't, I don't know that word. It is also, alas, no significant advance of the subgenre some of us feel however improbably attached to he likes big words apparently teens and slash may be a form of full a form full of hack work and dim bulbs 
But so long as that form stays within reach of young and relatively unsullied directors, there is hope. Hmm. Whatever the hell all that meant. I read that through like four times and I still really didn't understand what he was trying to say or who his audience was, that's for sure. So, uh, some trivia facts that I pulled up, courtesy of IMDb, because there there is a lot of interesting trivia around this movie. Uh, I'll read you a few. So, New Line Cinema uh, was saved from bankruptcy by the success of this film. Oh. If this had not hit, then they were out, and they jokingly called this film the house that Freddie built. So, without this movie, they would have never made Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Pretty much. Wow. And lots of other Thank movies. Thank you. That uh, really helped my childhood. Getting, <laughs> yes. getting to see that live-action Ninja Turtle movie. Yeah. So, saved lots of good memories for you. Yeah. Uh, not this Cats movie. Uh, but, yeah. Ninja well, it looks Turtles. like they're singing now. I, their ears are weird. I don't like their ears at everything, all. That's the everything only thing you think is weird? This is very upsetting yeah that's what struck you as weird um brian you've worked in a show with a lot of fake blood yes uh <laughs> in this movie over 500 gallons of fake blood were used wow that's dope that's a lot we more than not, yours used it's not cheap that fake blood no they were very um very stingy with the fake blood yeah yeah because it cost like an uh, astronomical amount of money per five gallons it must point. have been a lot cheaper back then I guess so. Did y'all, so y'all bought it? They, yeah. They had to make some of the blood for Carrie specifically, like just the blood that got dumped because right. it, they had to make it like um, like a certain formula so that it would clean up okay, but also so that Oof. we wouldn't fall and die on it. <laughs> that it was, help. it was a lot. Our, yeah. uh, our fake blood was quite slick and uh, Jeff Possen almost died on it a couple times and i almost died on it twice yeah i mean for sure it's it gets dangerous the show that blood built right (laughs) so uh robert england who played fred krueger actually it says cut himself uh the first time he tried on the infamous freddy glove Uh, a lot a lot of people know this it was the film debut of johnny depp which apparently part of the trivia is that uh he got cast in that role one of the main reasons he was chosen was because Wes Craven's daughter thought he was, quote, dreamy. Uh, okay. Yeah. How so, right she was. Yes. She had no idea. I mean, think she of all know. the movies no we idea. wouldn't have without him. So, uh, good and bad. Yeah. It's an up and down roller coaster. What a weird career. So Heather Langenkamp, who played lead, beat over 200 actresses for the role of Nancy. Mm. Among them, Jennifer Grey, Demi Moore... Courtney wow. Cox, Tracy wow. Gold, and Claudia Wells. Hot damn. Some names there. Yeah. Courtney Cox, as Howard Stern would say. And the movie was, Good job. What's her name again? Who is the uh, Heather again? Langenkamp. Good job, Heather Langenkamp. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. The movie was shot in only 32 days. It took Freddie, or it took Robert England three hours to get into makeup Still every day. Still longer than that first movie we watched. That we hated. What was that? Uh, what was it called? Oh, uh, Little Evil or something Little Evil, like that. yeah. Little oh, Evil yeah. was shot in 20 days. So, I mean, go figure. So, and another, Why is it so bad? <laughs> I don't know. You tell another, me. another thing you, that you never really realize is that the phrase Elm Street is never uttered once in the movie. Yeah. You see Elm Street as a sign, but you never hear it said. Yep. Well, now I kind of want my money back. 
I feel like I was gypped out of hearing the words Elmster. <laughs> it's sad because I didn't get to hear Colt do his, that's the name of the movie that he does every time we watch a movie. <laughs> right. They found a clever way. That's the name he, of the movie. From, from Family Guy. Yes. I don't think he's ever watched Family Guy. Uh, well, and the last piece of trivia I'll give you guys is the 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 house that they used. The address, the number of the house, fourteen fifty eight, I believe it is, is actually the number of the house for real. Huh. It's not on Elm Street. It's on a totally different name of the street. But the numbers were stolen multiple times off the house, and the owner was very unhappy when huh. the original oh, I'm numbers sure. were stolen. So, yeah, yeah, I don't think I'd be very happy. Um, so, categories, best scene, Brian. We'll start with you. Oh, uh, best scene. To me, it's hands down. Would have to be when like the girl is getting ripped open and on the ceiling, and he's just kind of sliding her all around <laughs> the walls and stuff. And dude's just like, uh, he's like, oh, I'm not gonna do anything. Yeah, yeah. That would, Why that, is his nose so little? Why know. is everyone's nose so little in this movie? <laughs> I don't know. Cat, you know, it's funny. That's I honestly my... didn't pay attention to that. There's certain casting directors that like a certain look. Like, um, for instance, Once Upon a Time, that TV show. Yeah. Every girl on that show had a heart-shaped face. Interesting. Oh. All of them. So Weird. I think it's, it could be just that casting director I likes small noses. I couldn't stop staring at everyone's nose in this movie. they have little They're little button buttons. Noses. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Sorry. Okay. Best scene to you, Christina. Um, I like uh, uh, Johnny Depp's death Aww. when the blood's like, and the mom comes in. She's like, yeah. Wah, 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 wah. yeah. I mean, to me, it's no contest. It's it's the final forty-five seconds. Oh yeah. It's when she walks out of the house supposedly, and everything's white and happy. The Freddie Freddie mobile drinking. Yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> As, I mean, I didn't understand. I I saw this movie in the theater. Wow, you're old. Yeah. Wolf. I mean, I was nine when when it came out, almost ten. Uh, but I went who, and saw. Who it in let the you theater. go to see an R-rated movie when you were My nine? My dad. I I watched uh, I watched this movie when I was really little too. Yeah. It like I watched traumatized the Shining me when I was like five yeah. or six. So, yeah, I I got to watch all the movies I wanted to watch except porn. I did watch Porky's when I was eight. <laughs> wow. Um, God. Which is pretty much porn. Choices were made. Yeah. Choices. And you see why I am the person I am today. Hmm. But yeah. I, in the theater, even at that age, as soon as the convertible top slams down, it, the, most of the people, that I immediately said, Freddy Colors. And people around me were like, what are you talking about? Like, look at the, the whatever, the coloring, the paint job, whatever you want to call it, on the top of the convertible. Our candle's about to explode. <gasps> yeah. It's Freddy sweater colors on the top of the convertible, and it's just too happy. And then watching the mom get ripped through the tiny oh my god, it's door so funny. Hole, That's good stuff. I love it. I mean, it's so funny. When that came out on VHS and I rented it, I rewound that probably fifty times because I was laughing every time. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> so that's my best scene. Okay, so worst acting, Christina. I don't, I don't know. know Maybe the mom. Yes. That's yeah. where I was going. But she's fascinating to me, too. She's got that weird 80s acting thing going on that, like, uh, I don't super understand, but I can't stop looking at. Right. I could see that. So, 
What about you, Brian? Uh, worst acting? Yes. Hmm. The the I hated the boyfriend that ends up in jail. That again, watch the girl, his girlfriend get. Ugh. That would have been my second choice. Yeah, yeah he's, he's rough. He's really bad. Yeah, I mean, neither of the neither of her parents are really great. Yeah. John Saxon was in a bunch of other movies, but it, he was never like a big star or anything like that. Yeah. So. Uh, it says something about him that, like, his other... When I Googled some of the names of this film, you know, I mean, and Johnny Depp, obviously, is the one who's gone with the biggest fame. Sure. Uh, but, like, when I Googled John Saxon just to see what would come up, this came up first. The second movie that came up was Beverly Hills Cop 3. <laughs> it's like, okay, that explains a lot, because that, that movie was just an abortion of filmmaking. Um, <clears throat> way worse than, than Little Evil, I'll say that. Um, really? Okay, so, Brian, best thing about the movie? Best thing about the movie, um, so many of these horror movies have the big bad is this silent, unstoppable monster. I like that Freddy Trunk's a little trash. It makes him unique in the horror world. I, I like that he has a bit of a personality. Yeah. Um, because I think that makes him, in my opinion, scarier than jason or michael myers so because yeah. he'll talk shit to you yeah what about you, you have to bleep that by the way this is a pg-13 i can yeah. say that oh okay it's pg-13 i can drop it occasionally wait what's the question again sorry best thing about the why movie. is paul a potty mouth okay yeah okay this is so i didn't remember this from the first time i watched this because it's been like forever right um Freddie has like sick beats under him the whole time that they're like running around in dreams. I don't remember, like I remember the music, the like, the like underscoring, but I didn't remember that they would like drop a beat. Right. And all the chases. And I was like, this music is weird, but incredible. Right. It's very dancey. Yeah. He's got a little dance, a little, uh, do you think you could uh, come up with an interpretive dance to some of this? To that, I don't know. It might be too funky for me, dude. Okay. I mean, I'd love to see you do. It's no Frank. I like to something from I a like, horror movie. It's I no like Frank to Tomato, be more angsty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was gonna say the Sad. best thing about the movie, Freddy for sure. But I mean, what is? It, it's the iconic piece of the movie is the glove. I mean. Yeah. It. It was such an idea that everybody was like, "That is so terrifying," to think that you have someone who has this bladed glove and i mean that that became the iconic piece of freddy for a lot of years pretty wild that the mom uh kept one of them yeah because the logistics of that are like okay so if she like burnt down if they all burnt down the building while he was in it they had to wait for an entire building to burn down and then they had to go find his like completely burned up corpse and then like take the glove off of it yeah. And take it home. That's very tedious yeah. that for someone that was revenge such killing. Such a drunk and bad actress. Well, no kidding. I would be drunk too. They yeah. killed a man and then stole his like pointy glove and she's got it in her basement. Yeah. She's haunted. Just proves why she's not good. It's a lot. Of, it, it was a lot. That it's part a lot. needed more depth of an actress and they didn't get it. Yeah. I mean, they weren't working with a big budget. But no. You know, anyway, so, Christina, what's the worst thing about the movie? Mm. 
don't know. I don't have any bad things to say. What? I mean, I guess Nothing. what I just said. Okay. Fair I don't enough. Know. And that that would okay. That's a plot hole. It's it's interesting. Yeah. What about you, Brian? Knowing that Johnny Depp is going to receive wounds like that from his future ex-wife Amber Heard Oof. while watching Heyo. it. I mean, just looking at him, such a young, untouched, unblemished person, just to know where he is headed. Yeah. Um, he's gonna make a million terrible Tim Burton films too. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna he's yeah. gonna do that. He's, he's gonna make uh, one oof. good pirates movie and five poor ones you know yeah got to pay the bills i mean everybody throws a pitch in the dirt but he you know he got chased in the second inning the other thing that disturbed me was i was wondering where all his bracelets are at during the movie because normally he wears like 16 bracelets oh that's true yep and if I, it's like well at a young age he didn't wear the bracelet so at what age did he start wearing the bracelets? He started so accumulating was, them one at a time after I, that. I had a hard time, <laughs> hard time concentrating <laughs> because I was wondering where his bracelets were. I don't know, man. Freddie took them, I guess. Oh, or Fred. He's Fred. Fre- Frederick. So is that the mo- would you say that's the most memorable thing about the movie to you as well, Bran? The, the lack of bracelets? Or is there another memorable thing? <laughs> uh, no, there's a lot of uh, memorable things in the movie. Um I would say the most memorable thing is got to be what you mentioned earlier that them like the hand going through to grab the mom and then obviously the quick change to the mannequin where yep. it's yes. quickly pulled it's through so, the, and the yeah. loud booming noise that occurs when it happens too yeah like thunder it's like okay the chopping mall robots just woke up at the sound of that thunder yeah it's good yeah. it sticks with you what about you? What's the most yeah, memorable? Yeah, her getting snatched through the door. It's so good. I would say that the, the thing I guess I would give second place honorable mention to would be the little girls doing the jump rope. Oh, yeah, yeah. One, two, Freddie's coming for you thing. Iconic. Which apparently a piece of trivia, too, was that uh, Heather Langenkamp's boyfriend came up with that. Oh. Like on the set. That's fun. And was, I don't know if he was chanting it or what, and Wes Craven said, Put that that's in. it. we're putting that in. So, but it's that's a I think that's a memorable thing. I too. hope you got a royalty. Hey, look, the cats are breaking in to steal some oh, milk. Okay. Why? That cat's wearing a coat because cats need coats. Why did anybody think this was a good idea? Yes. Um, so, Christina, what do you give it out of 10? 9. Okay. Brian. So, is this a movies in general horror movie rating? Yes. Yes. Great. <laughs> so on a strictly horror movie rating, it's the perfect horror movie. I give it a 10. Okay. Tight. I, I would... Um, I struggled with this. Um, I really like it. Uh, it was... I remember... I mean, maybe because I watched it so many times as a kid, I remembered it being a little bit fuller plot-wise. Yeah. Um, I don't expect it to have a huge plot line, a very deep one, but um, I give it eight and a half. So it's really good. It's not like I turn it off. I mean, if I am flipping through channels and it's, you know, getting near the end, especially where they're going to yank mom through the window, I'm in. I'll I'll watch it, but I can't give it a ten. There's better horror movies than that to me. Yeah, hmm. I'm, I'm not like seen one yet. What is your per- what's your perfect horror movie? 
just curious. Uh, for me, it would probably be something like The Shining. Mm. Mm-hmm. For as much as Stephen King hated that movie, he sure did. Uh, <laughs> and Kubrick just tore apart the novel in many ways. Yeah. It's just such a. I enjoy the psychological ones. Yeah. Where you see someone break down over time, and or a group of people break down over time. I'd say another one that I or if it is something where the people have no way of, like they are constantly under mental stress. Yeah. So another one to me would be like Wolf Creek. That's another good one. That's more obscure. Yeah, I've never seen that. Um, it's actually they made a series out of it on Shutter. Ooh. Um, that's I guess a follow-on to the movie, but hmm. a movie like that where, I mean, I think that's it's kind of like what Texas Chainsaw Massacre goes for, with the idea that people are constantly you know you're stuck in these situations under mental stress. I guess that's why I like zombie movies. Nice. So like you know the original Dawn of the Dead and stuff like that because the zombies are slow, yes, and. <clears throat> you can kick them around and all this kind of stuff, but you're still always under this mental anguish of, did we close all the doors? Did we get everything boxed in? Are we safe? You would constantly be thinking that way. So those are the ones that always get me more. So cool. Um, so our final movie, when we come back to this in a couple of days, will be Halloween, the 1978 version. Best horror movie theme ever hands down do you think me doing that'll get us claimed uh i wouldn't think so <laughs> maybe let's i'll just play it, it out right over long. you and say <laughs> this is to drown her out <laughs> and now we're gonna get <laughs> thrown off so so on the uh topic of horror movies so i'll i'll pose a question to each of you that cat's say, wearing lipstick by the way I, every time I get turned away from that, you bring something up with that yeah. stupid movie. That's yeah. the famous one, the sad cat that it has to get sent cat? to heaven. Oh. oh Can they the all get sent memory? to hell right now? Yeah. What? Okay. Yeah. We got to beam her up at the end. I wonder if somebody's yeah. going to make a sequel out of this. How? Uh, it's Lloyd Webber, so, so sure. There's only one. He did a sequel to Phantom. There's he only one T.S. Eliot book of cats. <sighs> that won't stop him. Yes. <laughs> Maybe there'll be a local adaptation. Maybe. Oof. As a second thing. Not trying to give anybody any ideas. Hint, hint. Um, It's okay. No one's listening. uh, Theater Memphis Memphis did uh, uh, dogs. Oh, they did Bark. Bark. That's it. Bork. What was that? I don't know. I didn't see it. I heard it wasn't Bork. Their best work. Well, I don't think it's a good show, I think, is the problem. (sighs) Yeah. Is what it sounded like. Because I had I, the had concept some... is like it's just a bunch of dogs yeah. instead of cats, right? Yeah, I guess. Okay. I'm not a hundred. I love on dogs. That. Don't make a show about dogs that's like cats. I love. No. I love the like tangential thinking of like cats did good. Let's make Bork. Oh, God. <laughs> Cash grab. My my uh, brain likes that a lot. <laughs> what yeah. a terrible idea. Man, these uh. these cats really don't like this one cat. Yeah, they gotta. She's gotta go to heaven. Yeah, she's she's a fallen woman. Just go to hell now. Because okay. when when I think of cats, I think of a fallen woman. I'm I'm disturbed. They made the I guess the pretty good cat white. Well, she yeah, she's like the ballerina cat. 
Yeah, but why couldn't she be I a don't, black cat? I don't know. Her name's why Victoria. Why not a brown cat? Why not an orange cat? Why not a cat of color? Listen, I... That's what I want to know. Of all of the things... I, I don't know. Maybe she's about to get confirmed as a justice. Oh. Dun, dun, oh, dun, sorry. Dun, 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 yeah. <clears throat> Just drop that in there. Moving on. Bleep. Uh, yeah. No politics on the crap. podcast. Beep. Um, yeah. So, horror, dumbest horror move, moves in movies. So, the things that horror pe- people do in horror movies that you're just like, Dude, why are you doing that? When I hate so, when people run upstairs. Well, we're, we're going to get to some of that type stuff. Oh, I so, thought you were just opening it up. No, I was no. ready to Here's go. Here's what I'm going to say two. So, I found, <laughs> I found many websites with all this. So. <laughs> I'm going to throw out two of them, and you guys say what your vote is for which one is dumber. Okay. So, <sighs> and we'll, I want reactions, but we'll, we'll lightning round through these. Yes. So, here's your first two. Splitting up from the group mm. or running into the woods rather than sticking to the road. Running into the woods. Woods. Woods by a hair. Okay. Next one, shooting the villain once and assuming he's dead, or watching someone being killed instead of using it as, as an opportunity to get away. Watching someone be killed instead of running away. I'm going to say not taking the double tap on that one. So Shoot him in the head Double also. tap to the sternum and one to the head? Yeah, always. Heat style? Yeah, dude. Yes. I, yeah. Always one to the dome at the end. <laughs> right. So here's the next two. Uh, while you're running away, screaming while you're doing it, or not arming yourself even though a killer is on the loose. Not arming yourself? Not arming, yeah. like getting yeah. weapons. I guess that one, if there's a weapon available, yeah, is the dumb move. I, I mean, mean, well, I tried to think of each of these and be like, okay, so screaming while you're running away, yeah. that would be like, okay, the person, now they you know where you know are. that they see you. Sure, and now sure. you just gave your position. Yeah, away. exactly. Is that the cat that Jason Spitzer always plays? <laughs> uh, wait. Does Jason Spitzer usually play a cat? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Oh yes. I don't no, know anything. He plays the same one. Every I time. didn't see it. That's but I, bu- I that's Bustaford. Jo- Bustaford Jones. I so, Bustaford. Yeah. Here's your next one. Uh. Hide in a nearby obvious structure or investigating a strange sound. Strange sound. Like, run run oh, away. I heard something run outside. away from Let strange sounds. I heard some weird sounds in the attic earlier. What about you, by the way? <laughs> Did you run away? <laughs> it's mean, probably the squirrels. They get up there. Yeah, I grabbed some things and then but I But is left. it dumber for you to investigate a sound or hide in an obvious structure? Um hide, I think. They're both bad, but hide maybe slightly, slightly okay. more. Yeah. Here's a good one that Christina will like, but I'll wait till she comes back to say that one. So. Sorry. That's all right. So she she needed some uh, refreshment while watching cats during the walk. I didn't want um, it to explode. Leaving the doors unlocked, mm. or wearing high heels and a mini skirt. Oh, high heels. <laughs> Take them off. <laughs> Don't wear them anyway. Well, the girl who wears a miniskirt always gets killed in the movie too. Yeah, I mean, like, who cares about that? But uh, we got to be practical. We got to we got to run. Take them off and run. Take them off if they're stilettos. Use them as a weapon. Right. Sure. 
What about you, Brian? Do you wear your high heels and that's the worst move? Or, um, or leaving the doors unlocked? Leaving the doors unlocked. So here's the next one. Hmm. Ask if ask if someone is there when it gets quiet no. or finding a body and deciding to investigate. Mm, I'm going to say asking if someone's there. 28 days later style. Yeah. Like just if you think someone's there, maybe don't ask. Yeah. Yeah. You, it, I would agree with that because the person that you suspect is there is probably not a person you want to see. So why alert them to your presence? Right. I mean, finding a body and deciding to stick around, that's kind of a Scooby-Doo move. Mm-hmm. So, um, but they do all these things in Scooby-Doo. <laughs> so, ignoring warnings from people mm. or while hiding near the killer making whimpering noises. That one. Whimpering. Yeah, shut up. Shut up. Yeah. yeah absolutely. That's, that's a very Friday the 13th. Oh, that cat just racked himself. That's too bad. What the hell are they drinking? Champagne. I guess they're getting dr- oh, it's drunk. Oh, well, I like how none, none of it's spilling out of his mouth. Oh, I didn't like. I don't like, like what he's did. doing with his tongue. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, just a couple more here. So, <laughs> following a trail of blood or going swimming at the creepy campground. Oh, following swimming. Following a trail of blood. I'm not swimming. Swimming. <laughs> no. I wouldn't all, follow a trail either, but swimming, I'm not swimming. Swimming at like a lake is questionable in the best of times. Yes. Like I'll do it because. I like it, but also oh, I'm acute, I'm acutely aware that there are critters. Yeah, I won't swim in a in a pond because I have a pool at home. So yeah, I just don't want leech. <laughs> Although at times yours Snake. can look like a pond. It can if enough leaves get into. It. That's true. <laughs> so here's the last one: taking a bath or a shower, or having sex or getting naked. You should never have sex or get naked because it means you will die. Yeah. Automatically. Or. T- are you going outside? Your, to... oh, my food's here. Oh, okay. I'm just so we'll take a little break there. <laughs> and we're back. So uh, Christina just had to get her lunch. So I'm hungry. She's going to, you know, chomp on it while we while do this. Go ahead. It's just us listening. So yeah. uh, while you unpack that, we'll move <laughs> on to this week's crazy or this episode's crazy theater story of the pod. From notalwaysright.com. And I thank them for constantly having new content. And this feature is, this story is called, Not What We Mean by, quote, Racism is a White People Problem. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This comes from the town of bigotry in USA. <laughs> so, I'm a black female working at a theater at my university while a play is going on that is about racism. Bless you. An elderly couple walks up wanting a refund. On the back of the ticket, it says that all sales are final. The husband says, I want a refund. I didn't enjoy the show. I say, unfortunately, sir, there are no refunds. He flips over the ticket and he says, no offense, but they have racism all wrong. I look at one of my fellow ushers because I'm confused. Husband goes on to say, racism happened because of the lack of fathers and incarcerations in black people. I know because it happened to Irish people like me. I say, sir, racism happened because of systemic oppression from slavery and the unfair treatment of people of color, many who, like myself, have both parents in their lives. The wife then says, we just want our money back since you won't give it to us. We'll just call your boss. I texted my boss telling her what happened. 
she told me, still no refunds. <clears throat> so, that's our story of the day. Not necessarily a happy one, but... I hope she got a raise. Yeah. I hope she's I getting paid for the emotional labor of dealing with this bullshit. I think I think you'll really like the next one that I'll I'll give you the title now, but it's called Catching a Winer, W-I-N-E-R, in the act. Mm. Yikes. Brian's really going to like that one. Sounds so, interesting. So now it's time to move on to Brian's favorite feature, dad Wild joke? and Zany Dad Jokes Woo! of the Day. Christina Q Face. Cue music. I might choke on a wing today. Oh, no. Maybe this is how I go. I didn't see this. In Sorry, I didn't mean to sound that excited. I tried to keep that inside. How much I'm ready. Yeah. What kind of shit is that? Oh, bleep. No. So Brian's got some dad jokes, I assume. Yeah. So. What is the least spoken language in the world? Sign language. Uh, okay. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, I don't think she's digging that one. I didn't like that one. <laughs> Next. Uh, you might need to go three deep today then. Oh. <laughs> because that one just sputtered out quickly. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Good. Do this one. Go. How can yeah. you? <laughs> Why can't you hear a pterodactyl go to the bathroom? Because the P is silent. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> okay, While I'm hearing this, I see these cats eating ribs on the screen. Yeah. I kind of liked that one. Yeah. Oh, she liked that one. Ooh. You got one more? Sure, yeah. Um, I like dinosaurs. <laughs> did you know spring is here? I got so excited I wet my plants. Okay. Uh, and I'm back <laughs> Pretty ruined. Yeah. See, if we brought it up and then right down. It's, a, it's an arc. Yeah. So, good third act there, Brian. Okay, so now it's time for Christina's eating and sexist or racist casting call Uh-oh. of the day. Hold, please. Uh-oh. Do we need to come back to this? Nope. Okay. Man, these cats are just... Okay, I'm ready. <sighs> Sorry, I didn't mean to sound like Beetlejuice. This one's choking itself, and I'm okay with that. Oh. Okay. Um, that's a fetish of some sort, I think. Okay. I have two, because they're short. Okay, awesome. Bring right. it. All right, number one. Seeking female 18 to 45. Whoa. Okay, big wide range. Usually it's like a, a two-year age gap. Well, don't you worry. It's going to get worse. Okay. Right. Athletic model. Must mm. be able to perform athletic moves. Okay. Dancer body yeah. toned. Mm-hmm. In parentheses, this is a very important note. Dancer bodies and strength training bodies are very different bodies, all caps. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so they don't want strength bodies. Listen, don't you come in here with muscles. Just be Do like... Do you think a man or a woman wrote that? I, I, I don't tell. know. I don't know about that one, but it's problematic in a million ways. Yeah, I can't so. tell. I could see a woman writing that, though. Listen that here. Dancer bodies and strength training bodies are very different. First of all, you have to strength train to dance, so suck a fat one on that. <laughs> um, okay, number two. Seeking female 18 to 25. Okay, we, okay still a big gap. We're getting back down a little. Yeah. Attractive, flirtatious, 
voluptuous. She's sexy. Oh, she yes knows she it. And yeah, she does. isn't afraid to show it off. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. If you've got it, flaunt it, that style. There we go. You know what that's Will, like. Huh? Hold on. <laughs> hang on now. <laughs> Will be pretending to be in love with a puppet. <laughs> sexual situations. Oh, uh, with a puppet? <laughs> wow. Talk about nosediving off the cliff. What yep. if it's going off your nosediving? What if it's Pinocchio? <laughs> oh, okay. Help me, help me. So we can drop some sexual innuendo here. Yeah. Anybody want to audition for no. something where you're in? Brian was going to try for the puppet. Will you have sexual situations with a puppet? That's... <laughs> Yeah. I, what are you sexual know, situations? Do you know a lot of women who would be like, hell yeah, I'm into that? I don't know. I don't know enough about that show. There's a lot of problems going on here. Yeah. So, I, again, I assume this is stuff that has gotten made. The, so somewhere in this universe, I, these shows exist. I saw a casting call on one of these that people were, like, ripping to shreds and making fun of that was absolutely on an episode of Always Sunny. Oh, like, mm. I, because I, I saw the casting call like way after I saw that episode, and I was like, "Where, where, where, where did I watch this?" Always sunny. Because it was a call. It was a call for someone that was going to be uh, nude and lay there with sushi all over them. Oh. And I was like, "That's." Not if only you could add a puppet to that. So, cool times. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know why anyone would want to eat anything off a naked body. Yeah. It's just not a it's not a thing. Mm. Take, I'll take mine on a plate, please. <laughs> a platter, if not a yeah. plate. Yeah. In Even a, with tongs uh, in a chafing dish or something. And if it's a burrito, you know, in the paper paper thing, you know. Yeah, I mean, not off a person. That just gave me a visual of eating a burrito off of a person. It's like that would be Oof. pretty messy. That would be messy and gross. Disgusting. Yeah. I don't like this. Yeah, I don't either. While you're eating. It's good. Yeah. yeah. What are you eating off and of, Cats Christina? And is on TV. Let's remind you. And it's, it's Nothing awful. to take away my appetite, baby. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> I can visualize that burrito, but it's like I'm still, I'm going to take it off and then like maybe scrape and eat. So I'll say that. Whew. This is I'm, so bad. I'm and kidding. Come on. The volume's not even up, and you can just tell how terrible this is. It is pretty bad. They're like the whatever I'll call it the rotund one is still laying there eating a rib. Last I looked up, the CGI is terrible. The whole thing's terrible. Oh, oh, Elm. 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 Yeah. Well, there's Elm that Did they like add a whole bunch of plot to this to make it a movie? I really don't. I, I don't know. Again, we're watching it without feel- sound. Mm-hmm. For copyright well, issues. Well, when this is over, we're not watching it. I don't no, want to watch I'm not watching now. it. I mean, now during the podcast, I get it. There's only one way I want to watch this, and it's not achievable right now. So, hmm. like why never. is that? I'm just kidding. So you can know. watch Hugh because, Jackman sing. Because, I know. I know because, why. Because brain, brain needs Bra- substance to watch. Oh, look! It's a cat with a big another cat with a coat. I don't understand why these cats are wearing coats. If I know anything about woman? cats, they don't like to wear clothes. Oh, it's Judy Dench. Oh, God, Judy. oh, Judy Dench is the the old uh, cat in this one. I was about old to Deuteronomy. Phrase, I definitely can't say on here. No. Uh, no, the other one. I don't know. So the theater cat. Me. I don't know. Oh God. 
Maybe okay. she is old Deuteronomy. Well, this will be my closing rant. This movie sucks. Okay. <laughs> it sucks whatever you can think of. It That's sucks. What it and sucks. if you like it, you suck too. It is horrible. I mean, I. I mean, I've seen I've seen some bad movies. I'm half watching this just absolute debacle. Oh my god. I mean I can't imagine people paid to see this. And I'm sure I know people who loved it. Oh, yeah. Who I'm think sure it's do. amazing. I'm sure you do. Yeah. Hmm. So you should really re examine your life. I mean, I may be a degenerate in many other areas. This ain't one of them. Yeah. So. Not good. Uh, I'll say, yeah. My other rant was, uh, speaking of not needing to be political. So I went to, I went for my annual physical this morning. Oh. And uh, How it was, was that? pretty uneventful. Um, did you have the prostate exam? Did you have to get your butt touched? I did not get my butt touched. Okay. Um, <laughs> the doc, I asked about that and he said, when you're 50. Okay. Uh, he. You didn't have to turn and call for anything I like that. I did not. Okay. So they are blood testing for all that, but, um, yeah, my there were a couple things that kind of caught me by surprise. So I wore my mask in like everybody had to, and <clears throat> as I came up to the desk, I was spe- I first talked to a very nice, you know, desk attendant nurse lady, who she said, "Hang on, let me go get your clipboard. And you can sign the papers." And then another one stepped up right behind her who had all of the charm of Nurse Ratched and thrust a disposable mask in my hand and said, you need to put this on. I said, "Um, I'm wearing my mask. She's like, we don't allow outside masks in here. You have to switch to this one. Wow. And that seems okay. I was thinking, okay, I, I tried to think through all the logic and thought, Okay, maybe they feel like they can't trust an outside mask. It's a health clinic. Whatever. You still could have not walked up and been a complete B about it. Sure. Which she was. Also, now you have to, like, take it off. Well, right. And, like, breathe. So I stood right there and, and then... took, it, took it off. Okay. So then the second thing, which was probably, I mean, it kind of got me more, but this is the political thing. The doctor of mine, who, I mean, I, I see him once every six to 12 months. So I don't know him that well, but he's a cool guy. But he started talking about he can tell who's voting for who by how they wear their mask and such. Mm-hmm. And he said if people come in, you know, and they always want to take their mask off, he's like, they must be wanting to vote for the Republican Party. Okay. And he's like, I have people who hide in the corner of the room when I come in, and they have a mask on and everything, and they're voting Democrat. He said, I can't tell with you. I said, why? Because I'm just sitting here looking at you with my mask on. And he said, well, I would have taken it off if you wanted to, but that's okay. Like, I don't that know what the hell That seems like none of his business, number yeah. one. I, I, I just lied and said, well, you know, I don't even know if I'm going to vote next week. Which, in fact, I voted last Thursday. So, Well, that's a true statement. <clears throat> then you didn't lie. Yeah. You probably won't vote next week because you can only do it once. That is true. So I didn't lie. That is extremely weird. Yeah, it was just kind of like, why? Why? Why are we going there? Uh, so, anyway. It's like something a doctor shouldn't get into uh-uh. in any way. Well, it clearly insinuated to me that he was like trying to push the idea of, you know, he's a red 
party kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way he was saying it. Okay. And I guess he was maybe fishing to see if I was. Okay. I've had other people that I work with try to do that over the phone. Try to fish out what who I'm voting for and where I lean so that they can say, oh, I can talk about political stuff with them. Or, nope, I need to back off. And I try to give the most apolitical answers possible. So That is pretty funny because you, you maybe are like a harder nut to crack on that. You only have so. to talk to me for like two seconds. What about politics? Or about like anything. To well, be like, oh, well. <laughs> I know what that bitch is doing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I generally try. I mean, I don't. I don't always succeed, but I do generally try to subscribe to Benjamin Franklin's policy of I do not state my political opinions in public ever. Okay. I, I try to avoid it wherever possible, because even if someone is vehemently agreeing with a position I stand for, I'm still not going to say it, just because it's not because I'm scared to say it, but just because why. Yeah, I'd rather express express my political views in private, which you guys know my political views, but yeah. I'm not going to say them on here. So sure. Anyway, so which one of you guys has the next rant? My wings are delicious. Nice. Okay. And the potato wedges are fire. So I'm in a pretty good place. Okay. Every time I order potato wedges from there, they don't put cheese on them like I ask. Oh. You said very bad luck with that. Very so, bad yeah. luck. Yeah. Because he ordered it like three, four times in a row, and I said, hey, just tell him to throw, you know, melted cheese on there every time. Nope. No cheese. What's so hard about that? I could rant about restaurants all day long. Yeah. yeah. But the the truth of the matter is, I, I worked in a restaurant for like a month, hated it, and said, I totally respect people who work in restaurants. Oh, it's hard. Because that is a crappy job. Oh, we need a new segment, because I know you used to be a bartender. Yeah. I bet you have some amazing sexist bartender stories to tell. The Where ones I remember, I'm sure. Knows your yeah, name. I mean, holy smokes! I people are assholes at bars. So yeah, they are. I can only imagine yep. hearing stories. How from, awful they would be to a female. Of the podcast, Kevin Maffitt. Yeah, who's now in Chicago working at an Irish bar. <laughs> yeah, he has said there are some <laughs> shitty people that come into bars. Tried to block <laughs> a lot of that out. If I'm being totally honest. That bad, huh? When we do the midnight, it was a weird time. Yeah. When we do the midnight show, <laughs> I'll get Kever on the phone because he, especially during, I mean, he, for those of you who don't know him, the one of you who's listening, he is a friend of the podcast, has acted locally many years. He moved to Chicago right before COVID shut things down, there and everywhere else, and he's been able to work, not in acting like he wants to. He's had to work at an Irish pub and restaurant and this he has said he's worked before in places like this but covid has made people even much crazier just bitching about the littlest things and just stupid stupid things the only people going out are terrible yeah sorry especially where he is yeah because illinois has been more locked down than we are for the most part yep so anyway what's your rant brian um so again thanks to christina um i'm now on instagram thanks christina (laughs) she regrets this every day what i hate more than anything about instagram is the people that 
do little dance routines for some reason, like <laughs> grown adults doing dance routines. Yes. Why? You're Gracious an adult. Brother. Wait, are you talking about Instagram or TikTok? No, this stuff's on Instagram. You think he's on TikTok? I'm not on TikTok. You're accidentally on TikTok. I'm no. not accidentally but on TikTok. But do you know people do that stuff on Instagram? I don't. I mean. They do. Yeah. My feed is very curated. Who does, uh, who really wants to watch random adults do a dance routine? Ooh. Just randomly. I mean, if it's in a, a theater show, absolutely. Channel those desires to dance and I, 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 and I just can't imagine because they usually do it in a public place, like walking up on someone recording themselves doing a dance routine. I mean, oh, no. what are you doing with your life? <laughs> You're not, yeah, God. Do it, find musical theater and get in the chorus and do truly wonderful choreography instead of I mean, wasting sometimes. my time having to put uh, not interested every time I see your garbage on my Instagram feed. Thank you. That's a wild time. I'm very curious to know what your Instagram feed looks like Reason now. number 379. Why <laughs> every time one comes media. up, I hit not interested because I think if I keep doing it enough, they'll stop showing up. But they don't stop showing up. I have no idea why. So these are things that you're not following these accounts? No, I follow very few. I mean, I follow memes, dad jokes, mm -hmm. dog things, and birds. Though That's what I... I I follow birds uh, and uh, my sports teams that that I follow. I'm, yeah, I'm deeply confused as to and how you're seeing. Maybe he needs them. another tutorial. And for some reason, I get all these people dancing, and I also get makeup tutorials all oh, the time. I love it. And I hit tutorial. not interested on those too, but they don't quit coming. I don't understand any of what's uh, going on. Maybe you're on like the homepage with just the most popular things. I don't know, but it's that's terrible. Very strange. <laughs> just. Yeah, it sounds awful. So glad I don't even have to bother with it. Now, I, look, I, I do enjoy Instagram <laughs> because there's some good good memes on that. I do enjoy a good meme. Some dank may may. I I mean I enjoy them, but not enough to get back to onto yeah. it. I mean all those platforms. I mean I I would I would have considered myself somewhat I won't say addicted, but somewhat overusing Facebook for a while for yeah. a couple of years, and I. I thought I would be like, okay, I can't, I can't go without it completely. No, I love not having it. I mean, I had gotten into Instagram a little bit, gotten to Snapchat a little bit, Facebook. No, I'm glad all of it's gone. No, I've never done Snapchat ever. And uh, while I haven't deleted Facebook like you have, I'm, I've not looked at it in weeks. Yeah. So. Which seems like right now, right before the election, is the perfect time to not look at it oh, for yeah. weeks. I would bet. Just, I mean, it's yeah. an easy way to get disappointed with people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, at least to my view, there's much less politics on Instagram than there is on Facebook. So, I can yep. see that. So, uh, before we go, Brian, would you like to give a professional sounding plug of War of the Worlds? Yes, War of the Worlds. Uh, Spend 10 bucks, see some of your friends uh, perform uh, on War of the Worlds. 
it's going to have some interesting moments in it. Uh, the sound's amazing, thanks to the wonderful Joe Johnson. Um, it's ten bucks. If enough of you spend ten bucks, uh, it will help our our poor little theater out <laughs> so much. So you know, ten bucks. Have a drink, have a smoke of something, whatever you want, uh, and just laugh and watch. Or, you know, you don't have to watch because it's a radio play, so just turn all of it off and just listen to it to get that experience, except it's with uh, people that you know and love. So it'll be a fun, interesting way to spend Halloween. It's not like you can go out trick-or-treating this year. It's not like you can, It's not like you should be going to a bar to have a party this year. Uh, please don't do that. <laughs> Stay at home or with a small group of friends. Is that what you said? Uh, Exactly. We should not be having parties right now uh, because I would like the theater to reopen at some point. Um, Why don't you want us to reopen? Stay home for God's sake. Yes, please. And tell everybody else to stay home and not come to your house. Yes. Um, Or apartment. Please um, order this. It's $10. You spend more than that on like a taco. So, uh, you know. It's a pittance. Or wings. Yeah. Or wings. Yeah, or wings. So, War of the Worlds, it is going to be great. It's got a lot, of, a lot of great voices in it and a lot, of, uh, a lot of good moments. And some great music, too. Great music. So, not even just from Joe. Other music, too. Though There might even be a little dance surprise. There might be an end credit sequence like Marvel. Yes. Maybe. Didn't see it. So, Maybe. If only we could have a blooper reel. But that wouldn't be very funny with the bloopers we've had. No, so we haven't had good bloopers. Not really, no. But yeah, did you want to plug Fairy Tale Trail at all? Nobody that would see it is listening. You think? Nope. Nah. So we're yeah. good. Hopefully that will happen on Thursday night this week. So pending the weather, we're taping this on Tuesday. So, uh, so we appreciate you joining us. We will tape another one of these or uh, record another one of these later this week and post it. Uh, Thursday or Friday, more than likely. So uh, we will talk to everybody soon. And thanks for uh, listening. Bye. See you.